Hello, how are you all doing? How are you all doing, everyone? Welcome to Robots for Eyes. Yeah. What are we on? Episode 18? I think I might should just stop bother doing that. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck it, it doesn't matter, does it? We no. don't even know, do we, really? I think no. it's 18. Yeah, I think. So, so we'll just say, hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the show. Next episode. Well. You fuckers. You <laughs> <laughs> um, got any shout-outs? Um, everyone. Hi, uh, everyone. Everybody, everybody in the world. In the world. Everybody, uh, this one's Absolutely for you. Absolutely everyone. Uh, f- I don't think we've got a lot to say this week, really. No, we? it's just, just it's a fucking heat wave and that's about it, really, oh, yeah. isn't it? Uh, it might, you oh, well, to be fair, we have got quite a lot, yeah. but it, it gets a bit too, uh, well, we'll, too we'll, dark. We'll, we'll, we'll have a little chat about that, but before we go on, because it's such a nice day in England yeah. uh, for a change, you might hear somebody mowing the lawn in the background. Yeah, yeah let's go quiet so you can hear it. How annoying is that? I don't if, know if you can hear that. but I, I don't know if I... I can't hear it, but that's because I'm hearing it through... Your ears and the headphones, yeah, you can't so I tell. Don't know. I don't know. Well, well fuck it. We'll, yeah. fuck, we'll see. So we've we got a nice backing noise for you anyway. Yeah, so. A bit of English country uh, gardening yeah. going yeah. down. You'll love it all. Love it. Love it. So I suppose, really, we'd have to um, say, fucking stop blowing people yeah, up. Yeah, what the fuck's wrong with you? Stop it, man. This is it's fucking... It's not fucking on. It's not fair. It's not... What what do they deserve? Why do they deserve that? They don't. As simple as. Well, it's I I I I didn't find hear it to the morning. Neither, I, I neither was, did I. I was going. I went to bed early. I was uh, walking back home because I stayed somewhere else, and uh, it popped up on my phone. And I'm I was like, what the fuck? If people don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, um, the Manchester uh, bombing. Yeah, um, which is like, I mean. It's ki- they were ki- that was a deliberate attack on children, yeah. in my opinion. If you go to a, a concert with uh, that is going to attract teenagers, teenage girls, teenage boys, and you go and blow yourself up, you are deliberately attacking kids. Yeah, it's not just a a a, 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 a large group of people that you're trying to target because you can you you know this is you're attacking kids, man. Yeah, it's bollocks. Why 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 are you doing that? Why you can say it's religion and all that, but why would a god? or even your God, or whatever it is, say, blow someone else up, why would they do that? It's bollocks. It's all bollocks. It's just fucking horrible. Uh, it, re- it, really, it really is. I, um, I actually listen to uh, Radio 4 in the morning on the way in because it's just solid news. Um, well, it doesn't surprise me. It's solid news. Yeah, so I thought we need to listen to it. Because I was into the radio stations scanning through, and they was... Uh, um, they were playing tunes and stuff, but Radio 4, they don't do that. It's just complete. No. So I thought, I'll, I need to get up, up to speed on this to see what's going on because I felt like I didn't really know what was happening. And this this lady rang in and she was like, I'm trying to find my daughter. Um, she oh, was on air talking. Hell. And, you know, and it's like, she says, I haven't, her phone isn't oh. responding. And, and and she was on lots of uh, social media. Just so, so bad, isn't it? It's so bad. Well, she was on BBC News saying, you know, Help me if anyone sees mm. her. And I was thinking, you'd know by now if she was okay. Yeah, I know. Y- you really would. But you're not going to jump to the conclusion, you know, if it's your family member that that's the last thing you want to be thinking of. Even though deep yeah. down you probably know because you haven't been contacted. You're just still going on the hope that something's happened. That she's either been transferred to a hospital and then transferred to another one. Or, or um, yeah, or, or you know, it's just... just 
yeah. gone in a bit mad because of what's happened and hid somewhere. Oh, yeah, I think at that point that she was she was like hoping that because they were saying on the news that a lot of the a lot of the kids because they didn't have ID and they weren't with their parents. Nobody knew who they were. No, but they're only like eight years old. A lot of them, weren't they? And stuff. Just, so it's why, why? It's just it's nuts. It's um, when I was meant to, I was due to go up to Manchester. Uh, the it was the, was it the Tuesday of the blast? Uh, Monday night. Monday night was it? No, yeah. no, it was Tuesday night. Sorry. I no, I think it was Monday. I think you're right. We really should know, but we shouldn't know. But yeah, it doesn't really matter what day it was. But I was cancelled going up because it was in the in the um, city centre. <coughs> we couldn't. Uh, it was all sort of cordoned off. It was right by. But, it. Yeah, I think it was Monday night. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it was. Yeah. So stop fucking blowing people yeah. up. It's not fucking achieving anything. Everybody, everybody needs to start blowing people up. That's just yeah. everybody in general. Yeah, it is. It's true. Everyone needs to stop fucking just dropping bombs on each other or blowing themselves up or whatever. Just fucking sit down and go right. Let's talk. Let's sort. Try and sort out all these fucking problems because it's it's just getting worse. It's just getting worse. How do you stop it? Well, um, I don't know exactly how. It just it's past past being stopped. I think now. I don't. I don't know. You can stop it. Um, you know, is it? Are they? Is this vengeance attacks for stuff that? You know, we yes, that they is. see it as vengeance attacks and stuff that we've done to them, and we're retaliating against them for stuff they've done to us, and it's just a vicious circle that seems to just go on and on and on. Well, we don't really know much about the the person who's done it, do we? But so we don't no. really know what he his intentions were. But he did. He was in Libya and stuff, and he? he went back to Libya not long before, yeah. um, and that's got terrorist groups there. So it's obviously clearly is a terror attack. But it's what what was the motive for it? Was was it? Um, Something to do with with the god, or was it something to do with yeah. retaliation for what what's Both, happened? All or, of the above. Yeah, you know what I mean. We don't know yet, do we? So, well, America, stop leaking stuff that we tell you as well. Yeah, man. that's um, that's a, that's a really seriously affected the way that we were approaching arresting people that were involved yeah. in this because they got the heads up. That's it. Yeah, you know, if if someone's been basically you've got a list and that list gets put out and your name's on it, they're going to be gone. They're going to disappear or something's going to happen. So, less of the leaking, please. Yeah, it'd be nice. That no, would be nice. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk about Manchester anymore. No. Because, I mean, everyone knows the deal. It's, yeah. you know, it's the same as every other terrorist attack, and it's completely different to every other terrorist attack. And that's what goes with every single attack that's happened across Europe, across America, everywhere around the world. It's all shit. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, it's equally as bad, but this is a target of kids. So. That's it. It's, it's not on. Fuck you. Yeah. So Tom, what are, what are we doing today? <laughs> yeah. Have we um covered uh hang on, let me think, let me think, let me think. Crack cushions. Crack cushions. Check yeah. them out, you bastards, they're brilliant. Yeah, man. Uh Etsy, uh Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, uh Crack and all cushions. The that I forgot. Uh you can find us on Twitter, which Facebook is, and, and Facebook and uh, Gmail. Uh, Gmail, yeah. She's Contact us ro- on that. Robots for eyes uh, at gmail.com um, yeah yeah episode suggestions we're going to do one today actually um, John uh, we're going to cover yours your suggestion which is Foo Fighters um, we probably hey, gonna... let it go to waste <laughs> not, not the band not I'm the assuming. band <laughs> no, no. Um, so it's completely off track haven't we otherwise <laughs> from what we normally do <laughs> yeah the Robots for Eyes are going to cover Dave Grohl's band doesn't, <laughs> yeah. doesn't seem to be fitting um, usually uh, we would have probably held it back for a bit um, but it's actually a really good Suggestion. I started having a look into it, and I thought this. I'll just do straight away. Yeah, man. I thought it was really, really good. Um, if you've got any more suggestions, let us know. Uh, if you've got any weird, strange stories, let us know. Contact us at Crazy Gmail stories, or yeah, Facebook. 
But um, we will crack on with Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Now, I mean, you you, you know what Foo Fighters are? Uh, kind of. Um, yeah, a little bit. Not not lo- lots though. Just right. sort of flying craft sort of things in the well, war and stuff in it. Really, we're not really sure what they are. Yeah. Um, but well, the name Foo Fighter comes from a comic book by an old dude called uh, Bill Holloman. Uh, the the comic was called Smoky Stover. Smoky Stover. Smoky Stover. Um, and it, the the term was first used by a radar operator in the 415th Night Fighter Squadron. His name was Donald J. Myers. He's widely thought of as the first person to call Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. He right. gave him the name, basically. Yeah. Uh, he was seeing objects approaching aircraft and following them in formation and zipping off. Um, Smoky Stover's catchphrase was, where there's foo, there's fire. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So um, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a mission debrief Ooh. on the evening of November the twenty seventh, nineteen forty four, it's a fantastic name. This Fritz Ringwald. Oh yes, Mr. Ringwald. What, what would you say he's German and American? I don't know what he name was. like that. Well, he was de- he was he was on the Allied side, but it's a good name, isn't it? Yeah, Fritz Ringwald. Ringwald. Yeah, well, he, quality. He was. You uh, want him as a drinking partner, don't you? Down the pub. Yeah, he sounds like a bit of a, a bad boy, does. Yeah. Mr. Ringwald. Um. He was a 415th um, uh, Night Fighter Squadron intelligence officer, and he stated to uh, Donald Mears that he had seen a red ball approach their aircraft and chase them through a variety of high-speed manoeuvres. Fritz said that this was um, extremely agitating to him because obviously he's trying to fly a craft. And, and there's fucking things flying about him, following him. And, uh, but, it, but he didn't know what it was. Yeah. And in the debrief, apparently he walked into the... Um, uh, the, deb- the debrief room um, and slung down uh, out of his back pocket a, co- a copy of the comic book uh, out of his- and he said that this this is one of these fucking Foo Fighters again so they think that's where they got the term from right, he just had the, the, the comic book pissed off and he had the comic and, and he just yeah, he slammed it on the table and, and it could just yeah, yeah. it's one of these you can't but what's quite interesting about this is th- these guys at the time Oh, look, barking oh, dogs. Woofty, woofty. <laughs> so, so we've got English country gardens and we've got dogs, dogs barking. Yeah, it's, it's lovely. Yeah. Uh, uh, we well, apologise. You should have to go on with that, yeah. wouldn't you? I suppose. I not like to shoot know. it later on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's quite important to remember that these, um, these guys at the time, there was no such terminology as UFO. Yeah. Nobody had ever thought about possibilities of things coming from another world there was no, I mean I'm not saying that's what they are so they were really really confused yeah they just thought it was just something flying around they, like you say they didn't know of aliens properly and they just just it was just a thing that they were just called it wasn't it well, well I mean I mean I'm not saying that they are you know yeah alien or anything like that but if this happened to like modern day fighter pilots or if you was to see something like this you would probably go straight to UFO, but this—they hadn't got a fucking clue about that shit back then. This is like the early forties; they literally yeah. had no idea. But the first reports that came in that we are aware of, there could have been more before this, but these are the ones that have been sort of catalogued down. Uh, they came in from Allied fighter pilots over Germany in 1944. Um, it's probable that the Germans, the Soviets, and everybody else was seeing them around the same time, if not before. Right. Um, so we can't really... They weren't on talking terms at that point, so we, can't, we couldn't really find out off them whether these were the first or had they experienced it. Um, anyway, uh, the Allies hadn't seen these objects before in any numbers. Uh, they didn't seem to cause any concern, and they sort of put it down to a possibly 
strange, isolated, atmospheric phenomena. Um, nothing like, like, like seeing lights and stuff or something or what? Yeah, because they, no, like, they had no idea. Like the northern lights or something or what? Well, well they don't look like the northern no. lights, but they had no, they had no, nothing else to pin it to. Yeah. No, no other f- sort of form of reference. So they they thought before the war that these things were possibly. Uh, you know, just atmospheric phenomenon. But this wasn't the case in yeah. Germany. This is when they start to realise that this was different. The early reports tended to be made during night flights and bomber raids. Um, we'll go into more details as to what these encounters consisted of later. But here is a brief typical encounter. The objects were described as luminous discs and balls of varying colour. Right, they were reportedly red, green, white, orange... Disco balls. Disco balls flying in the sky, yeah. Just dragging them behind them. (laughs) (laughs) Could be, yeah, you know what I mean. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? (laughs) What, disco balls in the sky? Yeah, that would be cool. Make war a bit cheerier, wouldn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fuck me, the whole family's blown up. But Oh, fucking hell, look. (laughs) Lovely disco. Disco balls. Uh, Some pilots actually said that they looked like Christmas tree lights. Yeah. um, And reported that they seemed to toy with aircraft. They would make wild turns uh, and then simply just sort of vanish away. Um, pilots and air crew reported that the objects flew in formation with their aircraft and behaved as if under intelligent control, but they never displayed any hostile behaviour, and they did sometimes cause problems with aircraft instrumentation. Okay, okay. So, so they didn't actually cause any shit, but they, they did just fuck up the electrics every once in a while sort of thing. They didn't try well, and attack them, yeah, so they, to speak. Yeah, they'd disrupt their, their formations. They'd cause some instances aircraft to take evasive manoeuvres to avoid um but they just seem more mischievous then yeah. just like, like, like a like a little kid trying to wind someone up sort of thing yeah yeah, yeah. um well yeah sort of like they, they didn't they weren't malice yeah they're just uh, yeah they're just winding them up sort S- of thing it seemed to be or following them yeah and that's it they were fired on as well um because they thought there might be a secret weapon or aircraft of some sort yeah. I um, suppose you would get pissed off of them after a while, wouldn't you? Well, you've got to remember to... as well, they're flying over Germany <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. in yeah, World yeah. War yeah. Two, and yeah. these things are coming up. It's back again. Stop taking the piss. Fuck off. So, so shoot that's rockets what, at them. That's why they, why they would shoot at them, because yeah. they just didn't know. I, I, I could only find one account where one Foo Fighter was hit, but I reckon it's probably a load of bullshit, this. Right, okay. Because at the time, um, they were being seen a lot. Okay. They were quite regularly, um, and people had engaged, but never, never actually hit one. So I'd imagine it's quite, you know, it's a bit of a scalp, a bit of a trophy if you could claim to hit one. Yeah. But a gunner of a B twenty nine aircraft claimed to hit one, um, causing it to break up into several large pieces, which fell on the buildings below and set them on fire. But I couldn't find any sort of follow up information yeah. on this. So it just sounds like bollocks, and if there's nothing much else to it. Yeah, and if something. If it hits several buildings, there'd be other accounts in there as well. Do you know what I mean? Well, not necessarily. I mean, if we're bombing the shit out of places, I suppose, and the whole of the city yeah, is on just fire, normal, yeah, it's just normal. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. And why would you look for any wreckage if you're seeing flames coming down out of the sky during bombing raids? That's you know, it's normal. You wouldn't yeah. think to look. Yeah. It's not like an isolated case where something fell out of the sky on fire. That's that is weird, but yeah. not not in a you know a bombing campaign. Yeah. Um, they were incredibly fast and outmaneuvered maneuvered our aircraft with ease. Like, we just couldn't... Yeah, it's taking the piss, basically. Yeah, we just couldn't touch them. We couldn't keep by them. The maneuverability, if yeah. I can get that out, of these things were, are immense. They do abrupt 90-degree turns, instant acceleration, and they had an ability to sort of 
know where the guns were pointed at in relation to them and know when they were going to be fired on so they could move out the way at the correct time. Right, yeah. Sort of like if you try and whack a fly with your hands and you yeah. can never hit the fucker. Yeah. You know, it's like that. You just could not get Reactions them. Reactions are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would um, also fly in their own formation alongside our aircraft. So we'd be flying along in whatever pattern we, we were in. And then these things would just either come from above, below the side or wherever, just appear and fly alongside. And they would appear in large numbers yeah, or on their own. Um, there was a mass sighting actually uh, over Washington DC, over the White House. Yeah. In uh, I think it was 1952, which lasted for a few nights, uh, consecutive nights that these things were seen. Um, and filmed, uh, but we, we'll, we'll cover that later on in, okay. some, in some encounters because that is quite amazing. It does look like something from a sci-fi film. Yeah, um, but it, it didn't matter where we flew, whether it was over sea or land, countryside, cities, wherever you could imagine, they were there. Yeah, they'd always show up, and this was confusing to our pilots and distressing because we didn't really know how to deal with them. Yeah, well, yeah, you wouldn't do, would you? After a while, though, as well, it, like you say, if you can't hit them. And they're just there doing stuff and just around you. What what can you do? You yeah. you in flight, you're in air. You can't just go right. I'm stopping. You know what I mean? So limited fuel. Yeah. Crap navigation, so you can't really stray off too far. Flying like about forty mile an hour. High tension. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're in a, a, a an aircraft that's probably made of wood. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it probably this, is, wouldn't it? Yeah, they were in some instances. Yeah. And then you've got this glowing thing, which is flying around at incredible speeds around your aircraft toying with you and taking the piss yeah basically yeah um you know the tension just on a normal bombing run would be unbelievable yeah, that's it yeah it, it, even cuz you got all the bombs and stuff on you as well it's a bit more uh, a bit more um sh- shit the bed sort of uh, stuff yeah. isn't it going on cuz you've got your bombs as well and you go yeah. oh, I've got to fucking do this mission and I've got these things pissing me off and flying around and god yeah. knows what they're going to do y- yeah. they haven't done anything yet but what, they might what are they? Yeah, 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 exactly. What the fuck are they? You've got a target to hit. You're on limited fuel. You're trying to do nighttime observations. You're looking out for German fighter planes that are going to shoot you down. And now you've got this thing or these things flying around. Um, so you could imagine that's stressful, to yeah. say the least. They were not isolated to Germany. They were seen all over the world um, and in different wars. What's really interesting is that they tend to show up more during wartime, even to this day, even to this day, it's not okay. reported as much now, but they they are common in theatres of war. Okay, so it's, yeah, so if, if it's normal planes, they don't really bother. But then when it's war planes, they they're just there. So it's like it's it's like something's watching what the moves of them, isn't it? Ob- observing, observing yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the fact that the same type of object has been seen in many wars is, I think, quite compelling. If it's a secret weapon. Why would we still continue to report them? Yeah. Uh, in Korea, a lot... I mean, because you wouldn't, would you? No. If it was something that you didn't know... At the beginning of, say, the Second World War, if there was a... It, let's say it was a Nazi weapon. We did recover quite a lot of weaponry um, after the war. You, if we'd found out what it was, if it was one of their weapons, we'd know. Yeah, definitely. Why would we continue to report it? Yeah. You just yeah, wouldn't, you would know, you? You wouldn't bother. There's no point, is there? Well, you'd know what it was. Yeah, you'd know what it is. So. Uh, and in Korea, uh, a lot of military manoeuvres were carried out by air and land forces simultaneously. So when these things showed up, they were seen by pilots flying on radar and by troops on, on the, the ground. ground. Yeah. So that's quite interesting as well. Can't be some form of hallucination. No. It, it can't be. 
the military took uh, the sightings very seriously. As we have said, they suspected that the Foo Fighters might be a secret German weapon. But after the war, it emerged that all sides encountered them during combat. Uh, not only that, the Nazis thought they were ours. Yeah. The Japanese thought they were ours as well, as did the Soviets. And we thought the Foo Fighters were theirs. Yeah. Well, you're going to, though, you're going to expect it's the enemy, aren't you? You're going to think that there's, you know, that's what it is. Because if you don't know what it is, it's got to be the enemies. Well, exactly. So, so this secret weapon idea is not flimsy. It might be an ultra-secret weapon, yeah. but it doesn't seem to be because no side that was involved... Yeah, could, could, do you know what it was ours yeah or whatever they're just it's going now I thought it was yours everybody was investigating yeah, yeah. them uh, it seems that nobody had ownership or any idea what they were who sent them or what their purpose was so what they what could they have been what do you, what, what do you think what's your first thoughts um I don't know we, we, we could get you could get deep into it and you could get say like you say it's a top secret thing so secret that only a couple people know or something or you could say it's, it is something like some sort of Alien sort of thing, just observing what damage and what why we're doing it and what we're doing. It could be. Um, I try to stick to um, a fire out weapon in in this in this um, in this, or, or, or maybe an atmospheric phenomenon. But I mean, ball lightning came to mind to, to me because it, it sounds. But if it was happening quite a lot, is is is? Do you think that would happen? Do you reckon it would happen quite a lot? Like no, that? because ball lightning is is extremely fucking rare. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, ball lightning is a very rare atmos- atmospheric phenomenon. I mean, really fucking rare. Yeah. It manifests itself, according to witnesses, as small balls of different coloured luminous light of varying intensity. Uh, it's also seen to be transparent. So it's like a bubble. So you can see it, but yeah, yeah. yeah but I would imagine yeah. that's how it, I can kind of picture it in my mind. They range from pea size to a few metres in diameter and have been reported to travel through solid objects uh, with no effect on the objects, but at other times go through solid objects could, and causing things to melt. Could, could you say though that it might actually be more um, feasible because the planes are, if, if, if there are planes and there, there is metal on the planes and stuff, could it just be whatever the ball is getting attracted to that? Well, that's what I thought. Possibly. It, it could be, I suppose. But they typically last for one second to one minute, right? Yeah. And when they disappear, they explode. And fi- or fizzle out, shrink and disappear instant instantaneously. They move very erratically and unpredictably. So this doesn't sound like. No. I mean, if it's rare to see one, you know, ball lightning event. Let, I mean, these are seen very common around the world, and they'd fly in formation. Yeah. Doesn't sound like ball lightning. Yeah. Well, yeah. If it's if there's there's more than one or two together, you know, you know what I mean. And like you say, they're in some sort of formation, and they're sticking to it. You know what I mean? Because like you say, if there's two, they'd be going erratic and going any way they fucking want. Um, so if there's two or three, just say, and they're keeping a formation behind a plane or they're doing something which is obviously a formation, that sounds like it's got an inten- some sort of intelligence. It does, yeah. Uh, they appear in a wide wa- range of weather conditions from calm to obviously thunderstorms, as you could imagine. Yeah. Um, they have, They can't, as far as I could find out, have not been re- reproduced in lab testing. Okay. Which is... I mean, if you can't reproduce it in a lab and they're rare in nature, why would there be so many seen? It doesn't, yeah. I don't think we're, we're talking, I mean, I don't see Foo Fighters as being ball lightning. No. It doesn't seem to fit the bill. 
I've just banged the cable. <laughs> Foo Fighters last much longer yeah. than this. They fly in formation with aircraft and are reported to fly under intelligent control. Ball lightning is random as fuck and rare as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't seem to fit it in my in my imagination. I can imagine ball lightning affecting aircraft instruments. Could could you say it's something to, I know this sounds a bit mental, but could you say it's something to do with like fuel, which is coming out of the plane and it's just making some mental formations and doing all sorts and just well, following it in the in the stream and stuff? Yeah, it could yeah. I mean I think any any sort of um explana- explanation is is worth looking into. Yeah, they're just saying. Yeah, trying to look for the logical one rather than the the, the mental one, which which we're not one hundred percent sure of. Which is obviously like like things like aliens and all that. Yeah, something. But, yeah, yeah, you're thinking more logical, don't you? You, you got to, yeah. Yeah, they had to at this time. They had to because they were completely unaware, or the the, the you know, they, like I said at the beginning, this is way back then. They didn't even have terms for unidentified flying objects. They're yeah. just these fucking. That's why they were called Foo Fighters. Um, obviously. Um, if we look at this logically, we'll have to say it's a secret weapon. Um, this sounds like a favourable option to look into because it was suspected to be precisely that by the militaries involved. All militaries involved thought it might have been a secret weapon. So let's take a look at some secret weapons. Obviously, the list it got compiled here isn't all secret weapons <laughs> that yeah. were around at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it does show the level of technology that was available and the type of ideas that were being thrown around. Okay. But I've stuck with, I think there's a couple of examples, or one example of a, uh, of a Japanese weapon, but I've stuck with m- mostly um, Nazi weapons um, because arguably the, 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 uh, the Nazis were streets ahead of everybody else regarding technology. Yeah. So if, if any side was going to have the capabilities to make a, a, a weapon that is manoeuvring and has the abilities as a Foo Fighter seems to have, then it would probably be the Nazis. Yeah, the Germans. Yeah. So um, we'll look at look at some of their weapons. Well, the first one we'll look at is called the, the V3 cannon. Um, it's called a vengeance weapon. It was basically a big fuck-off cannon built, I mean, massive, oh. really big, built into a hillside in France. The weapon was capable of firing projectiles across the English Channel in an attempt to, to hit London. Testing started in May 1944, so the year is the same. Yeah. It's the same, same year that these, these things are starting to be seen. And by June of that year, they achieved a range of 58 miles, which is 93 kilometers. Yeah. The projectile had a secondary propulsion system on board to give it extra range. So basically, they'd fire it off, yeah, and then, and then it would like just get to a certain point and go bang again, and, and then do a, something. Yeah, else. a rocket would it would ignite yeah. and push it further. Yeah, kind of like a the, the space um, um, the ro- rockets which go into space where so, they shoot something off and then they carry on again. Yeah, like a booster stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booster almost stage, like a booster yeah. stage. Yeah. Well, they tested this by launching projectiles at Luxembourg. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely, that's what you do. Good old Luxembourg taking it. Of the 142 rounds fired mm. uh, and hit. The three, the V three took the lives of only ten people. So, okay, so it wasn't, wasn't really doing anything. Really, no, it wasn't enough. Not, for not them. enough for them, no. So this is not a Foo Fighter for one glaring reason: projectiles back then didn't slow down and they didn't fly in formation yeah. <laughs> or change direction. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we can guide missiles now, but th- this was. I we mean, there are can't, in, we can't still guide it though to a point where we can change it its direction. Not, in not the by second. ninety degrees. Yeah, not yeah, by ninety exactly. degrees. Exactly. 
it, it doesn't that doesn't fit the bill. No. But this was a cutting edge secret weapon at the time, so it's included. Okay. The next one, the Dora and Gustav rail cannons. This is a, a 31 and a half inch gun, right? I, I, f- I think I heard about them. Is this the one where they got like um, little side explosions in the cannon? Basically, they got they could do one blast and they, because obviously the, the bullet is coming out the back and then they do another blast as it's going. Like, and it pushes it out. Yeah, and, yeah. It, and it's, it's, it's obviously going mentally quick. So it's yeah, still, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. hardly tell. Perceive it, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it, but it's loads of blasts. So it's got so much pressure behind it to, to fuck it off, basically. Well, it, yeah, and it needed that pressure because it's the projectile itself, it's not 9mm or a 50 cal. It <laughs> was an 800mm projectile. Do you think that would hurt if that hit you? No, nah, bounce off, mate. Yeah. I'm solid, I am. Oh, yeah. All that muscle. I'd use right. my dick as a baseball bat and whack it back at them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny, would it? <laughs> what the fuck? The, these are actually the biggest guns that have ever been made. Right, yeah. Um, the shells weighed 11,000 pounds. Fuck it, Al. That's the bullet. <laughs> fuck it, The hell. bullet weighed 11,000 pounds. Fuck. And it could shoot through 30 metres of rock. Um, it was slow and ineffectual and was scrapped. Um, it had... It, when they when they moved it, it had to be taken apart, as you can imagine, because it's so massive. Yeah, yeah. It needed four thousand people to move it. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, Fuck "This is ridiculous." Need like an army to move this gun. They should have made it round and just rolled it down a hill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was t- it was just too big. That rolled it into the scene, gone. Oh, fuck it, let it go. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you can see that this is just a standard. I mean, say standard. It, it's, it works on the same principle as a gun. This, but yeah, it's just yeah. a very, very big it's gun. Fucking massive, yeah. Eight hundred mil something wide. from fucking Star, Star Wars or something. Yeah. It's fucking stupidly big cannon. So <laughs> this, this is not a Foo Fighter. No, this is a, a mental gun. This is just a really, really big fuck off gun. It's not a Foo Fighter. <laughs> uh, the Japanese had a single crude uh, rocket bomb that was dropped from the underside of planes and flew into targets. Suicide rocket planes, basically. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I got them. I got basically kamikaze, you know why? So with so a they, bomb on it, basically. So they fly. But these weren't actually airplanes. They fly up with, with a plane yeah. and they get to where they need to be. And I'm assuming it's probably not that much of a range away from your target. And then this poor soul who's volunteered, who's strapped under the wing, basically flying a missile. Yes, yeah, on a missile, and he just and he and he fly it straight into him. And then that'd be him done. So Mate, man, that, I wouldn't like to be called for that one. Rob, you've got to get on the... Oh, fuck off. <laughs> don't want to do to that. that. Oh, I don't feel too well. Oh, You're on the single crew rocket bomb list I think you should get Larry's a dick. Get him on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can see as well, what's quite telling is the Japanese use a lot of suicide um, uh, pilots and obviously these suicide rocket bombs. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound like they had... M- m- like huge leaps ahead of the technology that we be- we described well, because no. if they did you wouldn't be using humans yeah, to fly it, stuff it, it in sound, it sounds like it, the precision of it is awful yeah and it, might, it might do amazing damage but they need a person to be like literally man it up and get it into position and then just basically die with it yeah it's basically a biological onboard computer yeah, it doesn't sound <laughs> yeah it doesn't sound as as good as the other ones as in like technology wise definitely yeah, and I don't think the Japanese had these numbers, uh, these weapons in in huge numbers around the world. Uh, uh, oh, you know, and, yeah. so, and they can't fly level, stop, turn, and and fly away and no. interfere interfere with aircraft control systems. And once again, they'd have blown themselves up, wouldn't they? Exactly. This is no. not a Foo Fighter. Yeah. It this can't is, be once a again, fighter. it's not a Foo Fighter. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> right. Let's go back to some German stuff here. Go on. Um, the Nazis had a radio controlled bomb. They got to bear in mind this is the forties. Right. So they had a radio controlled bomb that was dropped from an airplane and remotely flew to the targets, almost like a drone. 
that yeah. just didn't come back. Okay. So it's like what the Japanese had, except but, they yeah. didn't have a man in it. Yeah, they, did, they, they were, figured out. They the clever. They, they worked out. Well, let's not put um, Lundvitz in it and just uh, yeah. just control it by. Um, we, we figured out the yeah. control mechanism. You yeah. don't have to die doing it. Yeah. You can do it with a cup of tea in your hand. Yeah, don't, don't worry. Sit down. You're not going to die today. So the <laughs> yeah. size of these may be correct, but these bombs didn't fly in formation. No. They didn't glow. Um, I mean, the Foo Fighters did glow. Um, if the Foo's are bombs, why didn't they take anyone down? You yeah. know, Foo Fighters that's never it. attacked anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. they You'd did actually, but oh, we'll go into that in a bit. But they never took planes down. So okay. this whole weapon thing is kind of like a pointless weapon. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's, that's it's, not a Foo. No, <laughs> that's, that's not a Foo, ladies and gentlemen. Not a Foo. <laughs> um, U-boats, um, a Nazi submarine, they had the ability to fire ballistic missiles from under the sea. Uh only in testing form, though. They didn't get that through to, like, um, full-scale production. Right. There were plans to attack New York City with this device, so it was very real. Yeah. It was a very real thing. And it would have been com- utterly devastating. There wouldn't have been any real way to stop this this barrage of missiles no. if they actually got it online. Because it it's was unheard of. coming from the sea as well. They'd be like, what the... F- they didn't have mean? interceptors yeah. so that would chase it. It's coming from the it. sea. Now, people wouldn't know until it hits. And then once they try and figure out where it's coming from, it's coming from the fucking sea. They'd mm. be like, what the fuck is this? It sounds mental now, doesn't it? You yeah, know it does it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's a Foo Fighter. I don't think that is either, no. That's just a... That's, that's, that's not a Foo Fighter. That's not a Foo. <laughs> that's not a Foo. Um... The HS-117, or 117, Schmetterling, nice. which is, a, I believe, German for butterfly. It was a... Now, this, I'm amazed at some of this technology. Yeah. It, it was really impressive. It was a TV-guided German air-to-surface missile that uh, was basically developed during World War II. That's pretty... A TV-guided... Yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool, isn't it? Missile, yeah. The operator would use a telescopic sight and a joystick to guide the projectile in via radio control. But it's not a foo. No. No foo. No foo. If you're trying to hit something and you're flying in formation with the plane and the geezer's looking at it on TV with a remote control in his hand, just hit the fucking plane. Yeah, that's it. But they never did. No. It's not a foo fighter. Okay, so what we're sort of saying is it's unlikely, unlikely that... uh, the foos were a weapon. All these weapons were projectiles. Um, we've included them so you can see that they were the cutting edge of weapons flying through the sky. Um, that They were unknown to Allied forces yeah. and they don't fit the description. The shape and flight characteristics are completely different to what was reported. Okay. So I don't think that that was it. I don't think that they're a weapon. It could be a secret aircraft. They yeah. could be secret yeah. aircraft. So we'll have a look at some of them. The Rabo. The Rabo. <laughs> the Rabo, I love that name. It was a design concept. Now, get this was in the 1930s. This was came out. It was a design concept for a rocket-powered suborbital bomber aircraft. A rocket-powered suborbital bomber craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. As far as I can tell, it didn't come into construction. I say as far, because it yeah. may well have done. Yeah. I've included this, even though it only seems to be the design phase, because of one thing. It's a suborbital bomber which means, basically, it would go into space. This yeah. was designed in the 30s, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would go into space, not orbit, because it's suborbital. Yeah. It would travel a distance and then re-enter the atmosphere over a target, bomb the fuck out of it, and, and then that would be the job. It would be yeah. done. But when spacecraft come through the atmosphere, they, they, 
they glow. Mm. There's like plasma. And oh right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So could could it have been that possible foo? But it's a possible foo. It's, it's, it's a possible, possible foo. foo. Um, I don't think it is because you it's still, it's still crazy if it can do all that the way it turns and all that. Yeah, and this is way before. Yeah, yeah. People even got well, as far as we know, before people got up or got weapons into space. So. And plus, the, the glowing aspect of a, of, an air, of a spacecraft entering the atmosphere happens high up, yeah. not at 10,000 feet, yeah. over Berlin, in numbers that, you know, 10 or 20 balls of light. It, it, it's not a foo. I don't, I don't no think foo, it, No foo, no foo. When it was launched at a really, really steep um, angle, um, it would bomb and then it would glide to Japan. That's what that's the, uh, the idea. It, was, it, would, it would go up at like a 45 degree angle, go into space. Yeah. Bomb New York, re-enter the atmosphere, and then glide to Japan where it yeah. can be reused. So that's quite, f- that's really far out stuff. That, that is, that is. I mean, it really is. I mean, they had vertical takeoff and landing aircraft as well, like um, Harrier jump jets, for instance. But they weren't like Harrier jump jets. Yeah, they were early versions of that. The uh, we'll cover another another uh, aircraft here called the Horton. Um, the HO229 was a German prototype fighter bomber. It was the first pure flying wing powered by jet engines. It looks like a stealth bomber. I mean, it really does. It is okay, literally yeah. the same. I, th- I think I've heard of, of this one because um, a lot of people reckon that, that basically the design was nicked from that. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's where they got the idea of the stealth. Yeah. That's where the idea of the stealth bomber came from. It could carry a thousand kilos, which is two thousand. 200 pounds of bombs at a distance of 1,000 kilometers, which is 620 miles. And it had a, a speed, a cruising speed, or max speed, either, either or, doesn't really matter, yeah. um, of 1,000 kilometers an hour, which is 620 miles an hour. Its ceiling height was 15,000 meters, which is nearly 50,000 foot. Yeah. It, it was retrieved after the war during Operation Paperclip and back engineered in the USA. Uh, and that's where you start bomber came from yeah. um originated in nazi germany <laughs> basically mm-hmm. uh the um operation paper they, they were good weren't they making shit in the nazis they were really well, really good or even designing shit even if they didn't make them they they knew they knew what what was what was the right thing to do didn't they that's in an that amazing concept yeah they really did uh, operation paperclip was basically the usa grabbing as much tech as possible when nazi germany fell yeah i bet they were gobsmacked by some of the stuff that they found um, this would have been like shocking yeah. to see. It's a triangle, like, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's jets. I mean, jets were really, really early. Yeah, most of the combat in the sky was done just by propellers. I mean, the new jets existed obviously because I think it was the Messerschmitt was the first um, jet-powered fighter aircraft, right. the German. Okay, but this thing, I mean, Google it. It just it looks like a stealth bomber. Yeah, it really does. It's 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 crazy. Um, but it's not a foo fighter. It's no foo. It's no foo. It's no foo. I mean, Fusa reported it being a metre wide. This thing was not a metre wide. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's, it didn't that's glow. a big fucker, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it didn't glow. It couldn't it's hover. Not me- it's not a metre wide, no. That's you know those stealth bomber things are fucking huge. So. Yeah, it was. It was a big bastard. Yeah, and it's a and I mean, it would have looked, it would have looked shocking to see flying around. But at close range, you would have been able to see the cockpit. You would have been able to see people. Um, and if it was, a, if say the Foo Fighters were. The Horton. Why didn't the Horton shoot anything down? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The Hummingbird. Let's talk about the Hummingbird. This was an open 
air uh, cockpit single-seated attack helicopter. <laughs> First production helicopter ever, actually. Right, okay, yeah. It's so like a, mi- did, a mini so Apache. Did they have heli- helicopters like back then? I, would, I wouldn't have thought so, but obviously they messed off. But so it was like a mini Apache yeah, gunship yeah. helicopter. Oh, but, cool. But it doesn't fit the bill either. It's no. It, I mean, you know, for a start... Straight it, away, yeah, it's, it doesn't fit the bill, does it? No. It, it didn't glow. It wasn't capable of flying in speeds uh, with formation with aircraft at altitude. No. So it's, it's not. Um, then we'll go on to... Um, Basically, a set of rockets developed in 1933 to 1945 by research program of the Nazi German army. <clears throat> its greatest success was the A4. These are kind of where the V2 rockets came from, uh, more commonly known as the V2, nice. uh, which was launched at the UK and caused considerable mayhem. <clears throat> Frog in the throat. Uh, the A9 and 10, which are other parts of the series of these rockets, uh, propose uh, to use advanced version of the A9 to attack targets on the US mainland from launch sites in Europe. So that's a fucking leap and a half in range. That is, yeah. It's, yeah, really is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they, were true, they were true... Um rockets they would leave the atmosphere these yeah. were and they'd, they'd re-enter like ballistic missiles yeah. like intercontinental ballistic missiles but without a thermonuclear warhead yeah. which is why it was twitchy bum time because they were realising that, that they can do this mental shit that they haven't even thought of isn't it, as well the so. range of these these weapons were increasing and the weapons everybody knew that they were everyone was working towards a nuke and if you could get one of them on a rocket and launch it from Europe and hit New York fucking hell yeah that's it you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, the geezer who developed that was uh, Werner von Braun. Um, he uh, masterminded the Saturn V, which took Americans to the moon. The Germans were really, really a- ahead of yeah. the game, and the Americans berif- benefited massively from from after the war from the technology and and the scientists. Yeah. And they gave a lot of them sort of immunity. I was saying, if you work with us and help yeah, us, they develop, did, didn't they? Yeah, they, yeah. they just sort of took them, didn't they? Which I can kind of understand. Well, yeah, because it's it's information, it's technology, isn't it? It's it it could help help you in the long run. Could you know gets gets you up on everyone else? Yeah, does you? So I can understand why they've done it, but still the shit they've done. You know, what I mean, you think is it morally? It's not right. No, but if you're looking at the greater good, yeah, I don't know. May, yeah, maybe it is right if you think of it that way, but. It's at the time it morally isn't right, but if you get if it gives you the heads up and puts you ahead of other people for whatever situation that occurs, then, so then it's it. a winner, isn't it? Well, most of these cutting-edge weapons and aircraft were very close to production. They weren't fully fully scaled, okay. like, you know, rolling off out of factories. If any of these had gone to full-scale production, the war could have gone the other way very, very easily, and the Allies knew this. That's why the nukes were dropped. Yeah. Because if any of these weapons... I mean, if they could figure out a way of rolling out, you know, 10... 20, 30, 40, 50 of them rockets that could achieve suborbital flight yeah. and literally fly 8,000 miles in 10 minutes, shit would have got real. It would have, yeah. It would have got really, really fucking, you know, it was a, ra- it was a race against time, this was. Yeah. Um, and to me, the Nazis were developing too many things all at once. They seemed overstretched. Okay. Um, if they had concentrated on, say, one, two, or three fire-out weapons, say for rockets... Rockets, for instance, instead of shitloads of little ones, shitloads of different type of projects, then we might have they might have actually got something up up and running sooner. But as it as it was, 
they were. I think they were researching too much. Yeah, yeah. They didn't focus all their energies That's into it. the they, right places. They, they obviously had lots of little bright sparks, and they went for all of them, didn't they? Yeah. And rather than concentrating on one or two of them and getting mastering it, so yeah. so to speak. So we'll, we'll go into, I mean, that's, as far as I can see, some of the most advanced um, uh, aircraft, and, no, and none of them um, fit the bill of a Foo Fighter. No. They don't. So we'll go into some speculation now, speculation regarding high-tech weapons uh, and just really high-tech technology, which in some instances was around in its fledgling form, uh, and, so, and other instances it's just debatable whether it even existed, but we'll yeah. include them anyway. Because okay. we're talking about something crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were researching lasers back then, uh, particle beam weapons. Okay. But I don't think they had anything that could generate the type of power required to make them useful to shoot down targets. No. They were thinking about it, but it's just it, it was just out of their reach. Yeah, but I don't think we've got stuff to shoot down planes, have we? Lasers well, which can shoot I, down planes. I have seen stuff that the Navy have used. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's, it's quite frightening. L- lasers, though, yep. to shoot planes down or what? Yep. Fucking hell. Fucking I didn't Star think, Wars, I didn't think uh, that was possible yet. I could understand yeah, yeah. laser guide, guidance and all that, but to actually have power to destroy stuff. I, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, maybe, like, for instance, that when we find out about things that the military have, um, it's usually old at the point that we find out. Because yeah, they're not yeah. going to tell you. Of course, they're not going to keep up, up to date, are you? So if you're finding out about laser weapons like 15, now... 15, 20 years probably behind. Probably older than that. Yeah. Probably much older than that. Uh, they did have plans for a space station. This okay. is fact. This yeah. isn't speculation. But it, obviously, this is, it's not. it didn't come to mm. fruition. Um, the space station would be equipped with a mirror-typed weapon that would focus the light from the sun... Sort of like a heat oh, ray. Right. So like um, what what kids used to do with two ants with a yeah, magnifying yeah. glass. But with a space station. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. were thinking about it. Um, no, it shows they were thinking outside the box anyway. They yeah, were yeah. thinking of anything they that were, they could get they? in the they, think they were thinking of fucking everything, literally. And they out, also Out into space. Well, they also wanted a moon base. Okay. They, they were generally thinking about that as well. Um, the Nazi bell, which is anti-gravity technology. It's, it's apparently this thing called the Nazi bell utilised chem- uh, red mercury spinning and all sorts of crazy fire out shit and, right. it w- and it would literally reverse gravity and they were able to float and they used this contraption yeah. as a, a sort of a propulsion system for other vehicles able to make them hover and stuff there is some evidence to say it might have been an idea. Some people maintain that it actually exists and is still being worked on now. Okay, but it's speculation. This would fit the bill because it could float. It could change. Apparently, it could float, change direction. It glowed. Um, it didn't have a weapon on board. It was essentially just an engine, almost. Okay. So I don't. I don't think that because it's. There's no real evidence. No. Um, so if we discard, disregard the last few examples that we've included because there's just far too much speculation, and yeah. stick to what we know was used, i.e. rockets, remote control bombs, and plans for suborbital space planes, nothing out of these top-secret bills fits, uh, top-secret weapons fits the bill regarding Foo Fighters. No. So it doesn't seem to be us, due to the fact that both sides thought it was the other, and no craft or weapon has since emerged that resembles it. If you think it was being used in World War II over 70 years ago, You'd think it would be in the public eye yeah, by now. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have thought if it was a man-made object and it wasn't um, 
shooting them um, down and just following them. I was I was thinking more of um, to, something to try and disrupt, the, like what you were saying earlier on with the electrics. Yeah. Try and disrupt, de- destroy planes that way. But from them examples, there's nothing like that. So no. that's how I would see a foo there. What you know, what we what we've been talking about. Yeah. yeah. So there is another fire out idea which basically goes along lines of there's a hidden civilization... Well, that's why I'm laughing before I even okay, say yeah. A hidden civilization... Atlantis? Uh, well, sort <laughs> of. Um, which resides at the poles of the Earth, the North and the South Pole. Okay. And he's monitoring us because they live here as well. Um, there was... I mean, that's fucking completely far out. That is very far out. Uh, there's also rumours that there was a UFO crash in Germany in 1936 and the Nazis got it and back-engineered it. But it's just... It's too speculative. Let's stick with what we know. I, I don't know how you'd back engineer it as well, because yeah. if you don't know what the fuck it is it's and what it alien. does, yeah, exactly. How, how the fuck? How do, where do you start? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It doesn't. It, it, you, I mean, you couldn't really. No. You'd have to have someone show you'd you have what to it does. Have, yeah, you'd have them to tell you what what the fuck is this. Imagine if you haven't got the tools to open it up. How hard yeah. is it to open something up if you haven't got a screwdriver, yeah. <laughs> let alone an alien screwdriver? No, it's not going to be wires probably. Chips space I mean, what the fuck is this in here? It's just liquid. You know what I mean? It could be anything, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, so we have discussed whether it could be a weapon, which we don't think it is, because they all seem to be projectiles which follow paths, straight line or curving towards the Earth. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be um, a, 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 an aircraft, because nothing that we've described has the same characteristics. No. They can't change direction, glow, stop, hover, go backwards, 90-degree angles. The closer we've got to is a, a, a design concept of a suborbital um, bomber that goes into into space, but, but like I say, design concept. So we we don't know what it is at this point. Mm. We have no idea, um, and neither did they. So let's go into a couple of encounters now of of actual incidents that have happened regarding Foo Fighters. Yeah, and then we can go into more detail as what we think it possibly is as we go as we see how how crazy these encounters get. Okay, yeah. Um, we'll talk about the Battle of LA first. Uh, literally the Battle of Los Angeles. Right, okay. Uh, this is fucking mental as well, this one. It's really, really cool. Check the photos out online. It is amazing. This encounter was seen by literally thousands of people. The event took place on the early hours of February the 25th, 1942. So slightly before the initial Foo Fighter reports, because that was 1944, I think. Okay. So that it could have overlapped yeah, by a few years. Possibly, yeah, It yeah. could be the same thing, but we don't know. But this occurred just three months after the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. So the event itself was put down to war nerves, but as you will hear, this is not a case of war nerves. Something very real and very big was in the sky over LA and panic spread through the city fast. Okay. Uh, basically, a number of reports um, as well, people started to claim that they were seeing, I mean, being on the military out as well at this point, they were on complete guard because they'd already been attacked once. They, they saw between... Reports between 25 and 200 objects swarming over the metropolitan area, like balls of light were seen as well. Yeah. Which, I don't, I mean, 200 to 200, 25 to 200 sounds like a big varying. Yeah, it does does sound very, very. uh, Degree of accuracy there. So I don't know, but apparently something massive was seen. But if thousands of people have seen it, people see things differently anyway. So, you know, it it could, could have varied. Quite, by quite a lot, you know what I mean? Well, so. the incident was covered by many news outlets and it was photographed. 
a large number of reports basically began flooding in of a huge round object in the sky over Culver City and Santa Monica. Both neighbourhoods are close to the Pacific Ocean. It was described as oval in shape and glowing orange in colour. So that fits the description yeah. of a Foo Fighter. Yeah. Fearing a military strike or possible invasion, because it's only really close time to, to Pearl Harbour, the military was completely ready for action on standby. They mobilised weapons and had the object lit up in huge searchlights. Yeah. The photo I've seen, um, it, there's eight searchlights. I counted eight searchlights on this object in the night. And they're fucking big, the searchlights. Yeah, they were illuminating the sky on this object. They were pointing directly at at it as it was hovering above the city. You can see the city, you can see the searchlights, and you can pointing up like fucking Batman in the sky. And there's this fucking thing just sitting there. They opened fire on it, and during the course of the battle, the object was barraged with more than 1,400 shells from anti-aircraft guns with no visible effect, nothing caused any damage whatsoever to the object it didn't seem bothered by the intense aircraft fire so that's real okay they hammered it they absolutely have they gave it, it wasn't moving quick and they just pasted this thing it was Nothing moving happened. slow enough for them to illuminate it and they just fucking levered it you can see the flak exploding around it in the images okay and it didn't do anything uh, it's no way it was an aircraft Not, i mean an aircraft today couldn't couldn't but, survive but it was that. an object though because it was hitting yeah, yeah. It. it was hitting it it wasn't just going through it so to speak well they, well they don't know it, they have to assume that it wasn't I mean? hitting like, it like if it's some sort of mental light thing which has happened and and they just think it's out and firing right. i think if you've got eight search eight searchlights pinned on an object which is glowing in the night sky and you've illuminated to the point that you can see its shape and you're levering it with anti-aircraft weaponry which guys are trained to do, and you can shoot a plane down that's flying quick. You have to assume that they hit it. Yeah, but the, yeah, but but what I mean is, if if it was it actually there, was it a physical object? Yes. So you, but you, you know what I mean? Like it's not like just light; it's actually a, something you could go. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Mean? Well, you can see a shape of it. You can you can I see. I know, it. but you could see you can see shape of all sorts of light. Well, it was you? it was on radar as well. Okay, so it was definitely it was definitely there. Okay. Um, it, it, I mean, it couldn't have been an aircraft like we know because there's no way. I mean, you'd sink a battle cruiser with yeah. four with 1,400 rounds of anti-aircraft. Yeah, everything with that. Yeah, no you'd, ta- you'd take a battle cruiser down. There's no way it would stay in the air. Six people died. Three people died from anti-aircraft rounds coming down. Right, because they put that yeah, much yeah, yeah. up, and another three died from heart attacks. Yeah, shooting themselves. Fucking, yeah, yeah. No one knew what was going on. Um, and like like I say in the photos, you can see the anti-aircraft shells exploding around it. With no effect, it's just just hanging yeah. there. The military said that it could have been a weather balloon, which I find quite funny Fucking because it's the hardest weather balloon in the world. If that's the case, yeah, for one thousand four hundred rounds of ammo. Exactly, it's the fucking hard. Whoever made them, fuck me, they're good. They yeah. know how to make a weather balloon, don't they? No, it just didn't have any effect on it. Can you Nuc- imagine it? nuclear proof? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nuclear proof, yeah. Was it a lead balloon? Literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some photos that are altered. Um, I think that they've, I mean, I'm not, I don't know about a lot about photography, but it looks like that they've just switched it to almost like a negative. Okay. So that it's as if you had the negative of yeah, the yeah, image. Yeah. And that reveals more details. And, it, and it, it does show what looks like sort of a disc okay. sitting in the middle of this illuminated area by these searchlights. It's got like a dome on top yeah, and okay. it's round. Uh, it sounds far out, but that's what it looks like. Okay, now. Yep. The object moved out over the ocean and flew away. Whilst being levered. 
imagine that after you sitting there with all the people in the army and everyone go, what the fuck? Yeah. It's just fucked off. Like nothing's happened as well. We've been fucking pasting it as much as we fucking can. It's they were just fucking hammering it's just, it. Just, just cruise along. It's going, no, no, no. It wasn't 10 minutes either. Okay, see you later. It just fucked off. It wasn't like a 10 minute attack. This was, you know, a, a prolonged yeah, yeah. barrage. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to have to be if you're shooting that many fucking missiles. You're going to do that all in one go, are you? Hmm? Nothing was ever recovered. The object was never seen again, just disappeared from radar over the ocean. Gone. So it's pesky Russians. To this day, nobody knows what it is. And if they do, they're not even speaking. No. Like the, the military claimed that they don't know what it was. I love it when that happens, that there's clearly something tangible in the sky and there's photographs of it. And they have to say something, and they just say, "We don't know what it was." Yeah, they don't want. They, How don't, do they don't want. They don't want to say that because they never do, do they? They want to because of the military. They want to know everything, and get, they don't want to show weakness. But if you don't know what it is, and what the, how the fuck do you? How how can you make something up? Well, you're the guys that are meant to protect us, and you're yeah. telling us that something penetrated your sky. Classes as weakness, isn't it? If you yeah. don't know what it is, you don't know what it is. And you're fucking pounding it, and it just just strolled off, and it flies like unlike. No other aircraft that we've ever seen ever. Yes. And it can't be shot down. And it glows. It's just very, very strange. But check the photos on that because it is um, it's quite amazing, that is. And that's real, real. December the 22nd, 1944. So we're back up to the same year now. Okay. The pilot was flying 10,000 feet over em- enemy territory. He was scanning the skies for German fighters. And suddenly he saw two large orange glowing balls approaching him. His radio operator saw them too. It said that they didn't look like enemy fighters, but neither did they look like anything he'd ever seen before. The, the balls of light leveled off and started following the plane as if they'd spotted it and went, oh, hello, what's going on over here? Yeah, and yeah. followed it. The pilot decided to try and lose them with evasive manoeuvres. He put his plane into a steep dive. The objects immediately followed. Next, he tried a, a sharp banking turn. The objects stayed with him with ease. Yeah. For several more minutes, the pilot used his best tricks to lose these weird concerning lights uh, when he was about to give up all hope of shaking them off and just crack on the objects just disappeared suddenly yeah. just blasted off into the night sky during the whole incident not a single shot was fired okay I suppose he, he didn't know whether it was his own side because yeah. it's completely unidentified yeah, yeah. I can't shoot on it it might be us who yeah. knows what it is December and uh, no, that's not December this one is just as 1944, over the Indian Ocean. Uh, the co-pilot of a U.S. Army Air Force B-29 Strata Fortress, what a great name, Strata, Strata Fortress, Fortress, reported uh, an encounter with a peculiar object. He said a strange object was pacing us at 500 yards off our starboard, ri- uh, starboard wing. At the distance, it appeared to be spherical, probably about five or six feet in diameter, uh, a very bright and intense red or orange glow. It seemed to have a halo effect. So that's very foo fireish, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's possible a, foo. Possible foo. Definite foo. Yeah. Uh, my gunner reported it coming in from about five o'clock position, which is sort of behind you to yeah, the yeah. to the right. At our level, uh, it seemed to throb and vibrate constantly, which is weird. Assuming yeah, it, was, it, was, yeah. it said, assuming it was some sort of radio-controlled object sent to pace us, I went into evasive action. I changed direction constantly, as much as ninety degrees, at an altitude of two thousand feet. So he's diving yeah, as much fine. as he yeah. can, the, the highest sort of maneuverability that his craft would allow. It followed our every maneuver for eight minutes. Ball lightning goes in a minute, yeah. and it doesn't, and it moves erratically. So this plane's moving erratically. 
and it's been followed yeah, at ease. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it is following <coughs> at ease. It doesn't seem like ball lightning. No. He said, when it left, it made an abrupt 90-degree turn, accelerating rapidly and disappeared faster than anything I thought was possible. Just went... <laughs> gone. After shitting him up. Aliens. Aliens. On the night of the 26th and 27th of May, 1944, four to 500 aircraft were involved in a raid. The pilot says, uh, I was in... Uh, two or three minutes before our final run, so we sort of gone back round. He's squaring the plane off to go back in. Uh, when we were approximately eighteen thousand seven hundred feet in the air, when we saw in front of us, but slightly to our port side and about the same height, a long cylindrical object, silver and gold in colour, very sharp, defined edges, and it was hanging in the air at approximately a forty-five degree angle. There were evenly spaced along its length a number of what he describes as portholes. Okay. So this is slightly right, different to okay. a Foo Fire, but yeah. I thought it was worth including because it's, yeah, yeah. it's interesting. The first crew member to sight the object was the captain, and at that time, the sergeant and pilot, uh, Ray Smith, of the Royal Canadian Air Force, uh, that's who, who saw it first. Besides Ray uh, and, he, and the pilot, other members of the crew also saw the object, which was called to their attention by the captain, um, were where the bomber basically had to square off and look at it. The flight engineer and the upper mid-gunner and the wireless operator all saw it when the plane squared off towards it. So they they saw it. A few of them saw it. They squared the plane off, and right. and everybody could see it. Yeah. It was there in the sky. The only members of the crew that didn't see the object were the navigator and the rear gunner, who were both otherwise engaged in, enjoy, in ensuring the bomber didn't get lost or yeah, shot yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. So the gunner's looking out the back, thinking yeah. there might be Germans coming in. And the navigator's looking at his map. He's trying to fucking, fucking make know, sure they don't get lost. Are we? Yeah, yeah. Because getting lost was very, very real. That's yeah, why yeah. they didn't like doing evasive manoeuvres. Yeah. Because you could get really yeah, you lost. You want to stick to one, literally, one straight line so you know you, where you're going. That's what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to confuse things. You don't want to vary off your. Um, you vary off it by <coughs> one mile, it, and then you try and go back. It's, it's it could fuck you up yeah. completely because it's it's a lot more than you think, isn't it? So they said that that the first reaction from most of us was amazement because the object didn't seem to have any right to be there. After a very short space of time, twenty to thirty seconds, it began to move. It retained its. Attitude, so it stayed at a 45-degree angle and yeah. climbed rapidly at a 45-degree angle until it vanished from sight. The speed attained seemed to us to be completely incredible. It was certainly in the thousands of miles an hour. As it accelerated, the outline became blurred and the shape disappeared. The size is more difficult to judge, but it was very large, certainly much bigger than our aircraft, and it appeared to be at least as long as a cigarette held at arm's length. Okay. So that's pretty. it's a pretty big thing, if you yeah. can imagine yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right, we're going to look at now the um, the Washington, D.C. Uh, sighting, which there's videos of. Yeah. And there's also um, photos, and it is like sci-fi. Um, they're basically, over two successive nights, I think it was August 1952, UFOs appeared over Washington, D.C. They buzzed nearby airports, the White House, the U.S. Capitol building, uh, and they were seen by a lot of people, filmed and photographed. Two of the objects clearly hovered over the White House 
<laughs> right. Okay. And they really yeah. did. Okay. They hovered over the White House. And it's photographed. They hovered over the White House with another one over the Capitol. Radar controllers at airports, airports began tracking the objects, which traveled at 130 mile an hour. When, when observed, they suddenly disappeared, as if when they were picked up on radar, Mate. they just fucked yeah. off. Okay. Um, they appeared again, zipping all over the sky. One made a 90-degree turn. Another one suddenly went into reverse. Uh, all these manoeuvres were not possible at the time, no. as far as we as we know. And there was a, a captain who was on a plane uh, waiting to taxi, Captain Pierman. He was on a tarmac with, in, his, uh, in the cockpit of his DC-4, waiting for authorization to take off. Whilst waiting, he saw six objects moving about the sky. Over a 14-minute period, Pierman... Would see the objects and then he, they would disappear, reappear moments later. So they were sort of blinking in and out. He was talking to the radar controller the whole time, and every time Pierman would report seeing one of these balls of light, the radar was picking them up. Okay. And when he says it's yeah, disappeared, yeah. they were they were going off radar. So this is something very real that was in the sky. Yeah, check the photos on that. I will it do. It's yeah. nuts. It, it's like a sci-fi film. Everyone always says, "Why don't they come and land or on the White House lawn?" Yeah. Well, they were flying over the. They were hovering. They're just hovering above it. Over, over the White House, it looks like a sci-fi film. It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, we'll have a look at the Korean War in our last uh, last couple of um, uh, encounters because, right. like I say, they didn't. They weren't only in the in World War Two. A Canadian destroyer reported two objects in 1950 in Korea on radar that some thought was the planet Jupiter. Right, thought it was the planet Jupiter. Yeah, that's what they were trying to cool, debunk man. it Jupiter's as. Jupiter's following you. How the fuck, how powerful is your radar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you can fucking... Pick up Jupiter. Ping Jupiter at 700 million miles away <laughs> instantly. And plus... And, and say it's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and plus Jupiter does not fly in pairs in no. formation with your aircraft. That would be cool, though, if it did. It would be pretty pretty cool. Imagine turning around and seeing Jupiter flying yeah, behind you. Two Jupiters and maybe Saturn following it. <laughs> Saturn V. Yeah, Saturn V, yeah. Uh, a U.S. Air Force pilot of the 18th Fighter Bomber Group saw what he described as a large black coin-shaped object that was seven times wider than it was thick, with an estimated diameter of 15 to 20 feet. It made an irregular descent as it approached his aircraft before zipping off into the clouds. So he sort of, what's that? It came down yeah. odd, yeah. almost like a leaf falling out the sky, till it got level with his aircraft, observed his aircraft, and then just fucked off like at super speeds. <laughs> Fell down like a leaf and then just goes, see ya. And then just fucked up. Yeah, it looks like really like lame as it comes down yeah. and then just goes like fucking Formula One mode as, Fuck it, fucks you. <laughs> as it fucks off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In 1951, a glowing flying disc approached a military artillery unit. It was seen so well by everybody that they opened fire on it, assuming it was an enemy aircraft. It swerved violently out the way of the weapons uh, barrage and uh, disappeared off into the night sky. No, they couldn't hit it. Okay. So, so it waited when it was under fire, dodged the, fucked, literally yeah. dodged the bullets. And then fucked off. <clears throat> like Neo from The Matrix. Yeah. And then went... <laughs> <laughs> like Neo. Rear Admiral uh, H.B. Knowles saw uh, an object out at sea. He said the whole fleet observed it. It was definitely a machine, and it was as large as an aircraft carrier. Big fucker. Well... These are boats that carry aircraft. Yeah, yeah. So it's a big, big, big fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking massive. Uh, it circled in the formation of, of, the, of the planes that were actually in the sky at the time that were moving around. It circled them. And it was picked up on radar, travelling at 10 miles a second. 10 miles a second? 10 miles a second in 1950. Fuck me. 
How fast is that then in real life? It's fucking, fucking ridiculous. really quick. That's like I don't know. That's ridiculous. That is. It's 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 like hypersonic. That is. It's yeah. not supersonic. It's hypersonic. Yeah, it's it's got to be. Really? I don't know. It's been easy past the tens of thousands. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, a final account here was uh, from a dude called Private Wall. This is in the Korean War. He sighted an orange object that a- approached him and turned its colours from uh, he's orange to start with and turned as it got closer from blue to green he feared for his life at this point thinking that wep- this wep- was like a weapon from the enemy uh, he was with uh, another group of soldiers at the time as it approached them because it looked so weird they started shooting at it he said it was huge and they could hear the bullets hitting something metallic Yeah. so it's a real object solid yeah. object apparently it pissed this thing off being shot at uh, it flew even closer, quite aggressively, and fired directly at the soldiers. Fired what? The bullets or what? Well, they were hit by some sort of ray that came in waves. They could say they could clearly see the waves coming out of it. The fuck? Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. Um, one guy who was hit reported um, that he felt like he was burning and had a tingling sensation all over his body. It didn't hurt or stop the crew no it just stopped them from just fucking with it mobilised them yeah, yeah it just stopped them from fucking with it what the fuck is that thing that's crazy isn't it shooting some microwaves at him yeah it was wasn't it man holding gangsters get it cooked get it cooked, <laughs> <laughs> uh, get it cooked. <laughs> so man what are Foo Fighters um well I don't know it's, it's the real yeah we have if if we knew we would have been would have been told by now I think but there's so much variation of stuff which can happen um of of machinery um uh, f- uh natural phenomenon phenomenon <laughs> um and just weird shit that where do, where do you start where you need you kind of need to um be able to actually see one first do you know what I mean yeah you, you need to look at a certain craft and that one and go, what is that foo? And research on one foo because there's going to be more than one different type, isn't there? It appears to be, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so you need to, you, you, it, you can't really put it down to, to anything really. They, they seem radically different. Yeah. Some are, some are, um, are, are clearly structured and huge that can yeah. fly 10 miles a second. Others are small that uh, are glow. Others are apparently cylindrical with portholes in them. Yeah, and they still occur during combat now. Mainly, yeah. they're very strange common thing, in wars. Yeah, yeah, just in wars, really. It's a bit, a bit strange, isn't it? But there's also reports around the nuclear testing as well. When before the the bomb was dropped, that they were. Well, there's that weird thing we saw. I think I mentioned it a while ago as well. Um, when a nuclear missile was shot, and then something around sort of disc goes around it and something comes out of it around the wall like and disables it yeah just and it just fucking just stops <laughs> I don't you know, know what the fuck it's, is that this is why it kind of people are saying that there's potentially like a hidden civilization on the earth which I'm not saying I don't even know what fucking Foo Fighters are I don't I don't even know if a UFO is a fucking alien. I'm just we just talk about crazy shit. I don't know, but there's people saying that it could potentially be it's, a it's civilization. A, it, sound, of, it sounds mental, right? But if 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 you can say there's aliens, then you got more logical. A more logical answer would be there is a hidden civ- civilization. Yeah. Because because they they they've got they're here. They're people are here. Yeah. So there's there is more of a chance than that than than what people are saying. Unless there's actual proper 
physical evidence, which we, we not really have had, haven't we? Well, there was after the war, there was huge military mobilisation into, into Antarctica, into the Arctic, should I say, sorry. They went up there, the Russians, the Americans, us, all went up there testing. All the, the clever cunts went there. Yeah, so th- that's why the people think that there's some something was observing us, possibly, yeah. to make sure that we weren't going to do anything too fucking crazy, because they live here well, as well. I'd find it pretty damn cool if that was, if there It'd was a, wicked it, to have a hidden civilization like that. And you, you just somehow stroll upon it, and you come along, and what the fuck, it's all amazing, everything's like... Just top everything's like I don't know floating doors. So you know you don't need them. You know what I mean? <laughs> floating doors. Yeah, 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 you know Walk I mean? around. It. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking weird stuff that you don't see. You know what I mean? It'd be it's, fucking cool that would. It's crazy. It? I don't know what to think with Foo Fighters. Um, I, I think, really don't. Yeah, like I was saying, I think I think there's too much variations. You you kind of need to see one and go with that one, and then you got to look at another one and then go look for what that could be because I'm pretty sure that. Each one's completely different. But it reminded me a little bit, like the description of the varying description of the craft reminded me of um, when we did the episode on Skinwalker Ranch because they were right, seeing yeah, like yeah. weird balls. Yeah, and there's there was all like sorts of weird shit going on there, wasn't co- there? Like helicopters that made no noise or he- and didn't have p- like blades and yeah. it was flying like there was what a ball like fridges. It and was like a ball with plasma or something yeah, floating yeah. around. A glass ball well. with liquid in. It, it, it seems that I don't know, man. I don't know. But it's cool. I love fucking crazy stuff. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It is cool, isn't it? Because it's like it's, it blows your fucking mind, doesn't it? Well, it, it especially does. Like you can talk about loads and loads of crazy shit, um, and, and you can go really mad with some stuff. But I like to try and at least hook it to reality yeah. in as the closest way I can. I like to try and I like to try and think of things logically. Um, I mean, in the I sense want, that I this want, is military, yeah, yeah. and it was these are military yeah, yeah. stories. That's it, yeah. So it did happen. The ba- the battle of LA did occur. There yeah. was something in the sky. There and was they did things pound f- it. Yeah. they pounded the life out of it, and there were also things uh, uh, over the White House flying about. You can see the pictures. You can see the videos of them moving in formation. The Pentagon said it was temperature inversions. So what the fuck does that mean? Well, why hasn't it happened again? Yeah. Why so doesn't? Why, it ha- why is this the only is, case? Yeah. It's because they 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 fucking lost it and they don't know what the fuck it is and they they yeah. they're frightened that, that they look weak. That's why they don't admit it because if you say yeah something penetrated our airspace and fly around, the next question will be what is it? And you'll go I don't know. Talk- what do they, what do they want? Talk- I don't know. Talk- Where did they come from? But I don't know. Talking of America, um, you know Trump's gone to Saudi and he's he's off where he is now. Yeah. Have you heard they changed the locks at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, the glowing orbs, did yeah, he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh dear me! Well, that's Foo Fighters for you, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. The Foo, rocking the Foo Fighters. I should try and put some Foo Fighter music on really, yeah. shouldn't I? Yeah, I'll probably get done for copyright infringement. I got a we're keeping it down. I don't know the words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to get in contact, you've got Gmail. Yeah, robotsforeyes at gmail.com. Uh, we got Twitter, which is at robotsforeyes, and Facebook, which is robotsforeyes podcast. Is it uh, at the beginning, at robotsforeyes? It could well be. I think it is. But I'm not sure. Just try both. You'll find it. <laughs> yeah. You'll find it. Just try both. Yeah, drop us a like and we'll give you a... I want some stories of people, man, as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes, you must have some mental some, stories. Yeah, like a ghost story or a, a alien story or a Have human. you been fingered by an alien? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Touched up by a ghost. Uh, <laughs> a werewolf bite you on the arse? Get in contact with robots for eyes. We will we'll investigate. Are you a serial killer? <laughs> Do you like cutting bodies up and eating them? <laughs> Do you want a murder sex doll? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that is a good invention. I really do. I do. Yeah. I think I think there's some money to be made there. People haven't got a clue what we're talking about when we say murder sex doll, unless they're hardcore listeners. Hardcore, you know the score. If you're not, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Download everything. Listen to all fuckers. of your bastards. Where's my stalkers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where where are, where are our stalkers? Send us tit pics as well. Where's all the tit pics? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Come on. What do you think we're doing this uh, for? Fun. God, come on. <laughs> not dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, people. Right. Thanks for listening. Yeah, cheers. Right.